All right, guys. Hey, Josh Kalinowski here. Now, uh, you guys have heard on the previous episode uh, the podcast that we did with Dominic Ufran, and uh, what a great, uh, what a great young man, and what an inspiration he is to uh, so many people, myself included. Man, if I look back on, you know, when I was 26 years old, if I could have had his mindset, if I could have had uh, his uh, courage. Gosh, it would have been a, a much easier ride for me for sure. So uh, just absolutely enjoyed uh, listening to him and hearing uh, where he's at in life and the encouragement that he's got for what life is going to be um, coming and uh, tackling in his way. So what we're going to do is we're actually going to play you the interview that uh, we kind of reversed role. So he's got a podcast, as you guys know, uh, the game goes on. And uh, so we're going to, we're excited to be able to play that interview that he and I did. And this is an interview that's going to be on his podcast uh, that he and I talked about. And so we wanted to share it with you, uh, first of all, to get more publicity for his podcast, uh, but also just kind of give you a little bit of insight uh, of that interview that he and I had together. So I hope you guys enjoy. And as always, we'll be talking with you guys very soon. People spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to the JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm going to take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you. You feel you're talented in that. Pursue that. Who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. Josh, my man, I am so blessed and so grateful that I get to be here with you right now. And we just got done recording the episode on your podcast, and it was unbelievable. You know, everybody, you're going to be able to hear my podcast and his podcast all on mine and on his. It's going to be exciting. So I'm excited for that to be out, and you guys can listen to all at the same time, and it's just going to be incredible, the content. Um, and I think it's going to be a lot of it's going to be around the same concept for the most part. Um, and, you know, during it, you were telling me that you were envious of me because I'm 26 and I've kind of went through a little bit of self-awareness over the last four years of me done playing ball to, you know, where I'm at now. But when I walked into this building, I was completely envious of the stage and where you're at right now in your life because I walked in and I was like, what is going on? This place is massive. It's beautiful. It's incredible. You know, there's five different businesses going on in here, you know, entire production team, media team, roofing. I was just like mind blown. You know, the employees and the people in place were just so nice and so kind. And I was just like, man, this man, Josh, is leading all these people and he's putting all these pieces in the right place. And I was just so blessed to be in this environment and be able to have the conversation with the last podcast, man. So thank you so much for now taking time out of your day to be on mine. Yes, I did. I am so excited. Uh, that interview with you is so fun. Um, this is what we live for, right? I mean, uh, all the other stuff is what provides us the opportunity to be able to have conversations like this and the ones that we're going to have here with, in this episode. And uh, I, dude, I, I live for this though. Like, you know, I will work my butt off so I can create an opportunity to be able to have conversations with people like you or to experience opportunities to have conversations with people like you. So, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm excited and uh, I can't wait to see where this goes. 
Yeah, no, it, it's it's really incredible. Um, the man you are, like, just from having conversations, like, I'm just so blessed that we're able to have this conversation. Um, Josh, so for the people that, you know, don't know uh, enough about you currently, like, kind of give them your background with, like, your sports background, and then we can kind of progress from there. Yeah, you bet. Um, so a small town from Casper, Wyoming, kiddo here, and uh, it's kind of a big fish in a, in a, in a small pond. I uh, got drafted out of high school by the Colorado Rockies, uh, which were, to me, with the New York Yankees, right? Mm-hmm. I grew up a huge Colorado Rockies fan. Like, there was nobody I wanted to play for except for them. So getting drafted by my New York Yankee team was amazing, right? And so um, got drafted by them and ha- had a great career in the minor leagues with them. Uh, got to uh, the... the uh, to go to big league camp a couple times, you know, met Todd Helton and all these guys pitch against Ray Bond, Sammy Sosa. And I think just like you and what you were able to explain, man, like I lived sports. I mean, I happened to go into baseball because I was a six foot two, 185 pound left-handed guy, but I loved football. I love, I wanted to be a, if I was six, four, 225, I was going to be a quarterback. Dude. <laughs> like that was my, I mean, I loved I love the energy. I love how you get to just like pound people. I love throwing touchdowns. I mean, I, my first passion was football. I will tell you that. So far, part of me, it was so like just getting to know you and where you were at in your career with your accomplishments. Uh, I just loved it because it, I mean, even right now I get goosebumps thinking of like my, my days as a football player in high school. Right. But reality was I was only 6'2 and 185 pounds, and I happened to throw the ball fairly good, and I had a great curveball, and so it opened up opportunities for me to pursue that. And, uh, and just like you, man, I mean, it was my dream. It was my passion. It was why I believed I was created. Mm-hmm. And so I chased that dream until basically I came to the conclusion like that was no longer going to be a possibility for my life. And I made the decision, just like you, to walk away from the game, not because I was prepared for the future, but because I felt like I didn't have any other choice. Mm. And so um, I went on a 13-year journey of kind of being in my pit, trying to find out who I am, why am I here, why did God create me if it wasn't for baseball? And uh, and and so here I am, 43 years old. Um, I, yeah, I've created a lot of opportunities around me, uh, but all of those were because I was searching for my greater purpose. And, um, and now I can tell you at 43 years old that, um, I have more clarity of my purpose in my life, but just as you are, I'm still going, okay, God, how do you want to use me? How, how do you want to continue to help grow me so that I can be a better man for you? And so that's kind of where I'm at right now, brother. And, and you're seeing a lot of the things that we've created with, um, uh, with, uh, a lot of other great people in my life too, that have a purpose and a passion to pour into other people. And we've kind of created our own little Google world here in Casper, Wyoming. And it is awesome to show up, dude. I, I love showing up to work. And I think a lot of the people that we surround ourselves love to do the same. Yeah, no, that, that's absolutely incredible because, you know, when we were just talking before, like the whole intention of my podcast and a little bit of yours is like, we want to be a light. We want to be able to impact other people that listen because, you know, I specifically remember the time when I was done playing and the pain that I went through. And it sounds like you went through a lot of that same pain. Mm -hmm. You know, you just specifically said like, you were trying to find your passion or your purpose. Like, hey God, like what is it that I need to do next, right? And and I think for us as, as athletes, since we've focused our entire life on the one sport for so long, when we're done playing, it kind of is like, well, like, what's next? Like, what, like, what do I actually have left to live for? Like, God, please put something in my life. And, you know, you said you went through four, 13, 13 years, mm-hmm. 13 years of trying to figure that out. Like, mm-hmm. when you, let's say within your first four years, right? Mm-hmm. 
what were some of the thought processes that you went through when you were done playing? Was it like, all right, I'm, I need to get into coaching right away, or it's like, I need to take a break, or is it like, okay, I need to just go out and try a bunch of new things so I can just figure out what it is that I like to do? Yeah, you know, when I first got into it, so my father was a builder, and so, um, you know, I, so I was living in Denver at the time. My wife was going to school. She was becoming an RN, and I was uneducated, and I was in debt. I wasn't even broke. I'd like to say that I was broke, but I was in debt. Mm. And so I was 26 years old. I was, I was just getting married. And so, I mean, I was a, an absolute failure in my life. Right. And, um, I, I mean, I, I lost who I was. So I lost my identity. I didn't know what I was supposed to do with my life. And my dad being a builder, he's like, well, you can come home and why don't you just sell real estate? Cause I'd got my license in, in Colorado and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go do that. Because I just didn't, I didn't have any other choices, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to stay in Denver because I was really lost. I mean, it's a big city to be lost, and um, I was potentially going to pursue being an agent in the professional uh, professional agent for uh, baseball, but I didn't want that lifestyle, man. And you and I kind of hit on that a little bit, dude, man. It's like I knew I was going if I was going to stay in sports, I was going to lose who I was even more so than I already did, and being being a, uh, a soon to be husband, mm. that wasn't the man that I wanted to become. Right. And so I, I avoided that. And in fact, I was so mad at baseball. I was so mad at the game and that I didn't want anything to do with it. Mm. So I went home and I became an, a real estate agent. Uh, I didn't want to pound nails the rest of my life and be a, um, a builder. And I only did it because I didn't have any other thing to do. And it wasn't like I had a passion for housing. It wasn't like I had a passion for any of that stuff. Like I just did it because I didn't feel like I had any other choice. And so I really ended up burying so much of myself. Mm. And so I, so I buried my emotions. I, I numbed myself as well too. So it was, you know, I mean, um, you know, whether it was alcohol or whether it was just other things uh, in my life, I, I just kind of numbed myself from those emotions because as you and I spoke about earlier as well too, um, we're kind of on an island and as though I, even though I had great support, like nobody got it. Mm-hmm. Like people were like, well, wh-, you know, like, why are you so down, man? Like, dude, you accomplished so much more than anybody that we know has accomplished. And I'm like, dude, I didn't accomplish what I set out to accomplish. Mm-hmm. I failed at what I believed God was calling me to do, right? What he, why he created me. And so I felt like a failure, not only to my family, because I was going to be the savior for my family, right? I was going to make millions of dollars. I was going to pay off all my mom and dad's debt. I was going to help my dad retire, Mm. right? But then I was also going to be the source for all of my other brothers and sisters. And, you know, I was going to save everybody, right? I was going to try to be a savior. And um, obviously now I've learned that nobody's a savior except for one. We're called to be leaders. And so that was that progression, dude. Like I, I did spiral down. Now I was a good dude. Don't get me wrong. Like you would have liked to hang out with me when Mm. I was back then too. Um, but just internally I was rotting away. Mm. Um, but I put on a really good face on the outside. Um, I was, I became very successful in real estate just because that was my personality. And as a, uh, as a driver, you know, as a competitor, I'm like, well, if I'm going to go do something, I'm going to be really good at it. So I did, I chased money, I chased awards, I chased recognition. Cause I'm like, okay, God, if that's not what you want me to do, well, maybe this is what I want to do. And I, I did it more out of spite mm. than out of chasing a passion or a purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's what I did. And I, and I just kind of created that. And then when I turned 30 years old, so this was 26 to 30 years old, then I really hit rock bottom because I knew at that point, 
even if I wanted to go back, even if like miraculously, like my arm healed and I was thrown 95 miles an hour and I felt like I could go back into the game somehow, get a you know, big league spring training invite. I knew at the age of 30 that that was done. It was, there was no more. And so it really, so from there, from 30 to about 35 years old, um, I, I was just continuously going downhill in a pit and it wasn't until 35 years old when I had basically my wake up call. Dang. So you, you went through a lot of pits, like you use the word pit a lot, like Mm -hmm. you're at the bottom of the pit, right? Mm -hmm. And you hear pit, you're like, man, that's not a good place to be. right? Right. So between the ages of 26 to essentially 35, you hit a ton of pits do you believe those bottom pits were essentially the end result of the man that you are today? Or if you had to go back and do it again, would you have wished my previous Josh self would have done something differently? Right. Yeah. Dad, I'm so glad. This is such a great question because I really, I've had to ask, answer that question so many times to myself. Right. And I would say this, that no, absolutely not. I, I, I'm so glad that I had to go through those um, those pits, as we call it, because that's defined who I am as a man. That's, that's, that's who I needed to, uh, that I needed to discover. Um, now if it wasn't for my stubbornness, then I probably would have recovered as faster like you have, you know? Um, but no, I mean, I was as hard headed as I was and I'm, you know, I'm a man of faith. However, I was very angry with God because I felt like God took it away from me. I felt like the one thing he created me to do, he took away from me. And I didn't know if he was angry with me. I didn't know if I did something to, to make him angry. And so I had to read it, really discover that, man. And, um, you know, I still had faith along the way. And I still had, you know, I was still a, a church going guy. And, you know, I still led my family by faith. But internally, deep, deep, deep down inside that I didn't tell anybody, I still had that bitterness uh, between me and God. And, I think the reason why I had to hit so many pits is because I couldn't forgive myself and I couldn't forgive um, why God had done this in my life. Or I didn't know why he did. I didn't. I still had this question for so long. It's literally giving me the goosebumps listening to your story, right? And, and for all of you that are listening that are currently going through a phase of your life where you're trying to figure things out and you feel like you are a failure or you feel like you're struggling or you're just unhappy with where you're at because you feel like God has put something in your heart and now that got yanked away from you. If you could see the man that I'm looking at right now and you can see what he's created, you know, like I said, when I first walked into this building, I just felt a light and an aura that this man has created for himself and for other people around. If you could see the man that is sitting right in front of me and you could see what he's created, you would not believe that that was who he was back then. Mm. So if you are somebody who feels like there's no hope for you, I'm telling you right now, I am literally witnessing so much hope that you should literally dive deep into this man's content. I know he has stuff on YouTube. He's got his podcast out. Um, I just know he's active all over the place. You should really follow his stuff and reach out to him if you ever have any questions or concerns because there is so much hope in this man. And um, I'm just blessed to be around it and witnessing it, man. So I just want to say thank you for literally being a, a light to like thousands and thousands and thousands of people out there, man. I really appreciate that. Uh, thanks, man. I mean, it's it has been a it's been a journey, and you and I have both been on journeys, right? And uh, and I don't think that there's any coincidence that uh, that we've that we've come in contact with each other, right? You know, I don't think there's any coincidence that uh, that you put that post out and Shay saw it, and then you made the commitment to come up here, and then we have this opportunity because I do feel like I mean we we can, we might have different paths. 
but as long as we continue to follow the purpose that God has put in our lives, as long as we tr- be true to that and continue to try to discover that, like he's going to put people in our lives. And and I'm excited about what that future looks like. I mean, I'm hoping that this is the first of many conversations that we have, and I can't wait to see how we can help connect with other people and who we can help impact and influence in other people's lives too, because we know through that, it also helps us, right? That's part of the healing process is having those conversations with other people. So you've helped me heal even more. And I hope that somehow I've helped heal, help you heal even more and get that confidence to say, this is our purpose. Like this is like right here. I got proof today that we're following our purpose. No, I completely agree with you hundred percent. And you and I were talking a little bit beforehand about, you know, Baseball and football, they're platforms, right? They're just vehicles that allow us to to share a vision or to be impactful in the world, right? And now what we were talking about earlier is that you currently now have, you know, this real estate company that allows you to have a platform, right? Mm-hmm. And the platform is important because it allows people to tune in and listen to what the message you're offering, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're currently working on a lot of other things that are really trying to impact be very, very impact and driven oriented. Um, I want to hear a little bit about, and we haven't talked about this at all. Like I saw it on the board and you walked in, you pointed to it, we mentioned to it a little bit when we are on phone. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me about the uh, the Kingsman. Is that yeah. what it is? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So, you know, part of my journey was discover who I was and, <clears throat> and, and discover truly who I'm meant to be. <clears throat> and so through that process, I was taking a lot of information just as much as you have, right? You know, you take bits and pieces from this book or this podcast or this event or this experience. And I found a lot, of, I mean, there's so many great resources out there, right? And you just have to be intentional and really pursue them. And so through the years, especially over the last probably four or five years, um, I've really been, I've been so intentional with the things that I'm putting into my head and mm. into my heart. And that's what's really, I mean, so from there, it, you know, those things that are going inside of me, those are the things that are pouring outside of me now, right? And, um, you know, my father has been a huge impact in my life, but he's always told me from even when I was a young, uh, young man was that how important a father's role is or how important men are in our society. And as you know, like we are just in this really weird turmoil within our nation, our country, our world about the role of a man. And unfortunately we have so many men that are not stepping up in, in their lives. And so Kingsman really was created because first of all, I saw a need for myself to say, I've got to do this in my life. I've got to lead myself. We've talked about that. You noted that in yourself. And that's one of the things that we've, that I admire that you learned that you needed to do that first before you did anything else. You got to figure out a way to lead yourself. And so Kingsman is really created about, and it's Kingsman's rise. And it's about, Hey, how do we rise up as men in our lives? So how do we rise up as fathers? How do we rise up as husbands, and then how do we rise up as men in a culture that continues to shun what a man should be? Mm. And so it it really developed out of that. And then it also was even kind of morphed into uh, with athletes, right? As a you know, when you as a and I just coming as a man from a, um, a as an, a former athlete, but of course women obviously experience that too. But I'm just as I'm just focused right here as on men. But when men leave the sports world they're broken, they're full of shame, they're full of disappointment, and they're lost. Well, if they're gonna go into this world, how good are they gonna be going into this world, right? They're not, they're gonna be worthless, or if anything, they're gonna be destructive. And, um, and, that we're, and we're seeing the consequences of that. 
So Kingsman kind of came out of this like, hey, listen, you know, we got to create an experience. We got to create a group just like what you're talking about. We got to create a group of people so that they, that these men that want to do better, that have a foundation somehow in faith, but they, they know that like that matters in their life or they need to discover how much that is and how important that is. But how, how do we help them come together as men and have those really good conversations or those hard conversations where they want accountability and they also want to rise up and they're like, dude, you know, listen, I'm broken, but how, so if I'm broken, how do I be a good dad? Mm. And you're like, okay, this is, you know, let's do this. All right. Listen, I'm broken. How do I be a good leader in my business? This is how we do it. Right. And then of course there's people like I experienced and I had to go through was like, listen, sometimes you got to find the bottom of your pit because you're not there yet. Mm. So we have an event called The Awakening, which is for men, and it's a three-day retreat where we literally take them out of the elements, and we go out and we go, all right, dude, we are going to help you find your pit. Because until you go to the bottom of it, until you fully get exposed, until you fully see where you're at, you can never climb out of that. Because you'll always go farther down. Like you're going to hit a plateau, and then you're like, oh, okay, I got, I got, I'm going to go even farther because, oh, I just discovered this shame in my life. You've got to expose it all, right? And then when you can get down there, then you can start to climb out of it. But then you've also got to have the tools and the support of other people to help you climb out of that because you can't do it on your own. And so I've kind of discovered that through those 13 years, once again, especially over the last four. And so we kind of created this event for that purpose right there. Hey, if you see yourself as a man that, listen, you are not fulfilling this calling in your life, there's something greater in your heart that you know that you want to accomplish, that you have a greater purpose, you just have no idea what it is. That's kind of the, that's the event. That's what Mm -hmm. this is for. And then of course, obviously you've got to have other support around that too. So we have, uh, we had um, Kingsman Rise. We did that in January and then we're going to do a Kingsman Man on a Mission which helps us have an identity of like, where are we supposed to go in our life? So that's where Kingsman kind of came from. So I'm excited about that. That's a complete passion of mine, but I only get to do that because we have real estate or we have all these other companies that allow me to do those things that um, really are more of a a passion purpose for me. When When is the event? So the awakening is going to happen. It happens three times a year. So men can sign up for that. And we have the, if you go to kingsmanrise.com, you'll see what the event is a little bit. Um, and it's just, honestly, it's being developed as we go. So uh, really more of a, hey, call me and we'll put you in, in schedule of when those events come. So Okay, that's awesome. Um, I think I definitely am trying to be on board <laughs> for something like that. You know, just the power you're talking behind it. I'm just sitting here like, wow. Like, yeah. I'm just amazed that you've decided to put something that powerful and impactful in place where people can get plugged into. Because yeah. I would have loved, you know, four years ago when I was fresh out of, you know, playing to have something like that. I needed something like that. Yeah. Like, that would have been a blessing in so many ways because it would have taken the learning curve off of so many, you know, all four, I could have I did it in six months if I would have went through something like that, right? right? And I think that's why it is super, super impactful like with what you're doing because you're taking a lot of pain and a lot of depression, a lot of sadness away from people by helping them go through a process a lot sooner and just cutting the expedite process of you having to go 13 years yeah. to figure all of that out, right? Yep. So I think that's incredible. And you know, if you're listening right now, get plugged into that because that is something that would be super life-changing. And uh, I, I'm just, I'm excited to you know be able to participate in something like that. Yeah. So you mentioned something just a little while ago about how you were able to do that because of real estate and your other businesses. You know, there's a lot of athletes, right, that when they're done playing, 
they were super successful playing ball. Right? Mm-hmm. All they can do now is see themselves being successful doing something else. Right? And from the outside looking in, and now me being inside looking in, like I would consider yourself a very, very successful man, right? You mm-hmm. obviously, I'm sure, have other things that you want to continue to accomplish. But for somebody that within you know the last 13 years has figured out a way to build five companies and have built this this massive organization that is about building so much impact like how do you how do you get there like what like what is some advice that you give to a, a broken kid right that is still struggling that doesn't know their purpose that doesn't know their passion that they they want to be where you're at you know 10 years from now like like what is it that you tell them like how do they get to that point yeah uh, well first of all you have to understand this is your journey this is a chapter in your life right and and it once again it is a process and you have to figure out first of all I think you have to have those honest conversations with yourself right um, hey listen is there something that I'm avoiding is there is there a truth in my life that I'm avoiding that conversation either with myself or with God and and listen I'm gonna I'm I'm coming from as a man of faith so when I say that listen if you're not there then that I think once again that's another journey that you have to look at but I truly believe like I mean the reason why I've been able to heal is because um, you know I had a moment in my life uh, where. I was able to ask God, and I still even get emotional about this, but I had a moment in my life where I was able to ask him the one question that I avoided for so many years was, is that why did you take this away from me? And he answered me, like like he literally point blank answered me and I heard his response and that healed me. Like that gave me the confidence of a, of a broken, a broken man to say, okay, I'm not broken and it's okay. And I can take this experience. I can take this because you created me for so much more. And you said that, like when you said that, I'm like, okay, God works in amazing ways in our lives. And sometimes he has to break us to show us what we truly were made for, right? And that is a part of our journey. That was part of your journey. It's part of my journey because God wants to use us in a much greater way. And so until I think you realize and understand that whatever's happened to you in your life, and you said this, and I, it's so funny because we say this all the time in our companies, that until you understand that whatever thing has happened to, to your life has actually been happening for you, until you claim that, until you take full responsibility for that, it's really hard to move on from that. No matter what we do, you can read every inspirational book that you want, but you've gotta to come to a point first and foremost that everything in my life is happening for me, and now I'm going to take 100% responsibility for things in my in my future. Uh, there's so many things that I had to learn. One is like, I used to always give people this, what we call a 1% burden in their life. So 99%. So we used to say, Hey, listen, I'm hundred percent in. And you're like, okay, yeah, you know, you're not because you're giving the other people the burden of the 1%. Well, the 1% is like, when I do something good for you, dude, I expect you to do something good for me, or I expect a return from you. Right. I, when you can take that 1% back and say, listen, I'm going to do something good for you because of the man I am mm. and what I believe in. And I don't expect anything in return because I don't get any value out of what you would do for me. That's when you can start to make headway in your life, right? How many times do we do that in our relationships with our spouse, right? And and I was so guilty for that because I realized that I wanted to be, we call this more than one dimensional. I wanted to, I wanted to be this exceptionally great dad, exceptionally great father, exceptionally great businessman. And all my role models were just one dimensional right? All my role models were like, they were so good at one aspect, but they were just train wrecks and all the other ones, right? Mm. Well, I didn't like that. I was like, there's got to be more to life in this. And that's been that journey of like, how do we be three-dimensional, four-dimensional, five-dimensional, however you want to say it. And so I would say to this person, and I know it's a long story, but I would say to this person, like, first of all, you got to know, like, are you, like, are you good with yourself yet? 
right? Do you know that God's got a greater purpose in your life and that whatever has happened in your life has been happening for you? And no matter what you think you've done, it's okay because you have a powerful story. Like, so you have an amazing story that is gonna impact other people's lives. I've had to come to the realization that I have a powerful story, story and it's still hard to say that, right? Because you just want, you have that humility in your life and you're like, oh God, it's really, it's God's story. Okay, yeah, but God is using me to tell a story that I went through for him to get his message out there, right? So when you realize that, it's like, okay, I can move forward now. And now just like you, and I want to learn everything I possibly can. I want to, I want to, I want to educate myself so that I can, uh, that I can articulate what God wants me to do in my life. Mm-hmm. Right. And so there's everything from the books that I think that you read are, I think are so important. I think that being able to, um, talk the talk is so important too, you know? So like when you get in a room with athletes, you got to be able to talk that when you get in a room with financial advisors, you gotta be able to talk that, like you got to know your environment. And so that's part of like educating yourself. You know, if you walk in a room and you have no clue what's going on, people aren't necessarily going to respect you for that, you know? So I think it's so important for you to continue to be learning. And I've got a, uh, James and I, managing director that you had met before, James and I, as we were kind of hashing out some stuff, we came up with this quote and it basically says that if the person that you are today does not inspire the person you were a year ago, Mm. you're not learning enough, right? And so that just, I mean, that right there motivates me to say, okay, would I inspire my, my, me a year ago, Right. And if it doesn't, okay, what do I need to be doing right now to inspire myself a year ago, mm. right? So I don't know if that helps, but that's kind of like, that's the mindset of where I think that you have to, that you have to be. No, that is exactly what I needed to hear and what every other person that's on this needed to hear, right? We all think it's so much about like the X's and O's, like how do we, you know, go from point A to point B, like how do I make a million dollars or how do I build a massive business? But what we don't understand or what we realize is that we need to focus on ourselves first and foremost, and we need to grow as a human being. Like we need to become self-aware. We need to go through those pits. We need to educate ourselves. We just need to, you know, I think become obsessed with personal growth as a person, as a man, as a husband, right, as a kingsman. Like these are the things that we need to do to become the person that then deserves the, you know, the businesses, the person that deserves the money, the person that deserves the impact, right? If we don't go through the trials and tribulations and we don't go through the, the learning process and the growth, like how are we supposed to be able to have those conversations with those financial advisors or those conversations with, you know, the next person in the room? Like how are we supposed to impact people, right? And, you know, if you want to make a lot of money, the best way to do it is add value to people's lives, right? Because right. you add enough value to people's lives, you know, enough money is going to come back. You help enough people get mm-hmm. what they want, you'll it'll help you get what you want. And I think so many times that we're just focused on like, you know, how do we do this? But it's really like let's add value. By adding value, you need to become a better version of you. So, you know, I, I'm – I'm excited to, you know, start this journey with you and like this relationship because like there's just so much that I can learn from you and like listening to your story and listening and seeing what you've created. You know, I, like I said, I'm envious of the man that you are and, you know, all in the right ways. It's yeah. not like a coveted yeah. way, but it's just like, man, like, you know, hearing who you were to who you are now, like, you know, it's almost like if I was a, a dad, it's like, man, like I'm proud to see like the journey from beginning to end because your story has impacted me in such a tremendous way and i'm just so thankful man that you know i was able to get you on this show so everybody else could hear it as well like seriously thank you yeah well i once again as we both know and i think we we understand that it's like it's nothing that you did it's nothing that i did you know really god was working on our lives we just took action on it right i mean i think that's so important for us to take away from so much of this is that we can have purpose we can have passion but if we don't act on it 
right? If we don't take the chance to just go out there and do it. And, and I think that's one of the things that kind of holds people up too, right? You know, like as you were saying before is like, you know, when, when, when the game is over, right? You, you, you refer to it as you start the other game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm working on a book and it's really the, the kind of like that life story. And then how do you, it's the, the, and I think you and I talked about this a little bit is like strike three, you know, what do you do when the game's over, but life's not because life goes on, man. And how do you tool yourself? How do you equip yourself with all the lessons you learned before to empower you to become even a greater version of yourself, right? And I think as you go on that journey, it's so important that one of the things that is so primary for you to have be, have success in your life is you have to take action. You know, when you were when you were um, an athlete and when you were following your dreams, the reason why you were so good is because you took action. Mm. You know, you had you had some God given ability. There's no doubt about it. But more than likely, you worked harder than anybody else, right? Because you believe that was your purpose, that was a passion in your life, and you were willing to outwork everybody that you came across. And lose as well, too, when we go into that next chapter in our life, we don't work harder than anybody else at whatever that is that we're, we, we've, we're, you know, we, we move on to, right? And I will tell you that for, for, for a long time, I, I put, I put a, a definitely a lot of effort into uh, real estate, but I didn't treat it the same way I treated baseball, mm. right? Because I didn't have the passion for it, right? It was it was more of like, well, this is what I'm supposed to do, so I'm going to work really hard. And that's why so many people wake up you know, at the age of 40, the age of 50, and go, God, what have I done, man? You know, I've worked 80 hours a week. You know, I don't have a relationship with my wife, or I don't have a relationship with my kids, or whatever the case may be, but they just forgotten. They're like, I just wasn't chasing pa- my passion, or I wasn't chasing and realizing my purpose. And I was taking either no action in those areas or I was not taking the action I needed to in order to create the life that I really, truly desire. Mm-hmm. No, I love that, man. That is that is money. You know, I it's crazy because you did the whole start and restart thing with your camera again where it's like you can only record for a specific amount of time and yeah. you got to go back and record again. <laughs> it's like I could be here for hours just talking about some of this stuff and hearing your story because it's just so impactful. But I just want to end it with one last question. Yeah. Um, and I asked it to you yesterday, and uh, you had to pause for a second, and you yeah. had to think about it. And I was like, you know what? Just think about it, and then I'll come back and I'll ask it again uh, yeah. during the podcast. So, Josh, you know what the question is going to be? Tell the audience that's listening, like, what is your superpower? I think my superpower that I've realized now is that, um, first of all, I, I have a tremendous amount of humility in my life, and God reminds me of that all the time. Um, but I think the, the 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 superpower that I've discovered um, through my experiences is that, um, uh, I have a way of really folding back the onion for, with people. I really have a way of getting to the heart of the matter with people. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm able to pull away the superficial BS that we put in our lives and really hopefully get to the core of what truly, um, drives a person Mm -hmm. and hopefully helps them discover a greater vision for their life. So I think that if I had a superpower, I think that's one of the things that uh, God has really put in my heart to help me discover and to really work on um, is really helping people become the best version of themselves. I love it. That's super, super powerful. You heard it from the man himself. We got Josh here. And, you know, like I said, we're going to do these this little series where I put my podcast, podcast out, he puts his out. So please take your time to go to his listen, the JK experience, and it's just going to be um, some fire content, right? You should go back and indulge in a lot of his stuff 
his stuff has been around for a little bit longer than mine. Um, he's got some fire content that I think will really, really, really be impactful. Um, so as you're listening to it, you heard it from him himself. The game does go on. You know, a, a kid that played MLB baseball with the Rockies, trying to figure it out, hitting rock bottom, to now becoming the man who deserves everything that he's been given by God because he went through the trials and the tribulations and he's become self-aware and learned and grow. And at that time, when he was at rock bottom, when he was 30 years old, he felt like there was no end to a mean. But now he's a man that has a vision, that has purpose, that has passion, and that is impacting thousands and thousands of lives. So remember, if you are going through that right now, it gets better. The game does go on. Thanks again for listening. Until next time.